four, three, two, one. Cue music. I wonder if somebody calls my mama a whore. <laughs> Is she? <laughs> Welcome to Be Kind, Let's Rewind, the nostalgia podcast no one asked for, with your hosts, Chris, Leaf, and Shadwick. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Be Kind, Let's Rewind. This week, we're talking about whoosh, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. So, uh, what's up, Shadwick? What's up, Leaf, man? Uh, how's, your, how's the week been treating you, Shadwick? Kick us off. Good, man. I mean, uh, I'm still dealing with the, the shoulder issue. We don't know what it is. I'm... I'm going to uh, actually get an MRI. I'm going to try, I'm going to try this uh, Western medicine. Mm, just called, it's called Vicodin and whiskey. <laughs> no, I've, that's I've, I've, been, I've been doing that. I've, I've been putting that Band-Aid on. <laughs> have you that's the Southern medicine. Have yeah. you considered the uh, Christopher Reeve stem cell replacement <laughs> uh, re- research? Have you have you thought about doing that? Yes. What do you got to go to Mexico for that shit? South yeah. Park did an excellent episode on it. You know what? I, I, I would do it. <laughs> I, I would I would do it if uh, everything didn't cost so goddamn much, dude. Yeah. I'll be honest. I heard uh, Kevin Nash. Shout out to him. Another person that'll never watch the show. Um, he he talked he talked about stem cells a lot. He's got them done, and a lot of those guys say that it's awesome for like a few weeks, and then it just kind of peters. And then yeah, you're back really? to where you started, yeah. Or at least on some old, you know, whatever they were doing. But also, yes, they were going to Mexico and all kinds of fucking places to get them, so. You need fresh cells continuously. Yeah, well, mm. uh, well, hopefully the shoulder gets uh, corrected soon, yeah. man. Well, I'm also afraid if I, if I went to Mexico, I wouldn't be able to get back in the country. <laughs> you do. You have a rap sheet, so. Leaf, how's everything been treating you this week, man? You mean a, you mean a body count? <laughs> you say tomato, I say tomato. Man, my life's boring by comparison, dude. I literally just sit in the dark closet alone, man. That's it. That is it, dude. I like sounds, that. Uh, Time sounds, to come out. Yeah, <laughs> we're glad you no. can come out of the closet for us. That's that's what no. we're glad for. So my family's conservative. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, wait. Well, hey, uh, speaking of coming out of the closet, I want to, I want to play a little game with you guys real quick. I'm gonna, I want to read, I want to read two descriptions, mm-hmm. and I want you guys to tell me which one of these descriptions sounds like a gay man. Okay. <laughs> Are these okay. gay men having sex <laughs> or working out? Working out. All right. First one. He holds black belts in both Korean Hapkido and Taekwondo. Uh, he joined the U.S. Navy and served in Vietnam. While serving with the 6th Fleet, he won the NATO Heavyweight Kickboxing Championship. Okay. Uh, yeah. So what's the... what's? Are we supposed right, to guess so, gay or no, straight? I'm gonna, no, I want to read this other one now to okay. you. Okay. And you tell me which of the two sounds gay. Okay. Um... He took lessons at his mother's Houston dance studio. Um, 
let's see, during college, he pursued multiple artistic and athletic skills such as ice skating, <laughs> classical ballet, mm-hmm. acting in school plays. He also uh, tried football, but had a knee injury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he he practiced but never mastered uh, some martial arts like wushu, taekwondo, and aikido. Now, mm. now, which one of those two sounds gay to you? <laughs> well, I assume the second one is Patrick Swayze. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> and I'm going to assume the first one is, I don't know. The first one is Jimmy, the uh, you know the heavy, the, the bad guy from from Roadhouse. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, the wow. one, the one, the one that looks like he could actually fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The one, Damn, the one that's not uh, doing a pirouette. He was. <laughs> <laughs> he was, but he was in the Navy though. So that's you know what I mean. Like there's there was some hints, but yeah, everything of, else. A lot of semen. Yeah. Wait, is he actually gay? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going off he's stereotypes. Just, he's just playing. He's just playing a game. You know, there was no end to this. That was the, that was say, the joke. He did say he liked to fuck guys like Patrick. In, in he he did say that. So say I used that. to fuck guys like you in prison, <laughs> and I wanted to be like, I wanted it to stop like on Happy Gilmore and be like, you fuck guys in prison, like, <laughs> <laughs> just ruin the fight. Yeah. When, we, when we watched that the other night, I was like, I wonder how many takes they had, they had to do on that. Like, how many times did he have to say that? Yeah, that's. Dude. A... <laughs> Another well, hilarious scene, though. Hold, t- I don't know if like Shadwick should have caught this. This is right up his alley. Do you remember the at the very end when uh, Patrick Swayze's like Mercedes is like careening towards the bad guys? Did you hear their conversation? Right yeah, before that about happened? the about the fucking <laughs> blonde, the, blonde chick, the blonde that could that could suck start a Harley. <laughs> And with us suck starting Harleys, that'll take us over to... Get out of the street, you fucking bum. Well, and when the car's screaming towards you, you get out of the street, you fucking bums. So, <laughs> so, so this week, I believe me and Shadwick have tag-teamed. I almost spilt it. So go ahead and show it up on screen. Got ourselves some Maple Creek, Look or some too. Knob Creek smoked maple. Which is we all delicious. Mm-hmm. Two of y'all are definitely mm-hmm. from Kansas bitch. City. Mm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna break the rules, gentlemen. I'm going out here, dude. I'm the only real Roadhouse fan drinking the highlight, baby. Look <laughs> at this sucker, dude. I guarantee. I guarantee they had that at the double douche. Yeah, the double oh, they douche. They are. Man, we look. We're back in the mm-hmm. high life again. So. Now that we've kind of got our booze settled in here, I'm not going to spend long on it because this movie was fucking fun. So let's go ahead and kick over. I wonder if somebody calls my mama a whore. <laughs> Is she? <laughs> Is she? <laughs> Ooh, the aggressive tear. Mm. You know it, was... it means business then. And that, and that dude had one of my other favorite lines in the movie where he's uh, he's nailing old homegirl in the break room or in the... Uh, in a storage closet or whatever, and he's like, I'm going to make you my regular Saturday night thing. Oh, yeah. He's just, like, <laughs> nailing her in the closet. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I'm on my break. <laughs> I mean, you he can't fire the man on his break. I mean, despite mm-hmm. what he was doing. So, Leaf, do you want to read us a little brief synopsis on this? I thought you'd never ask, dude. Absolutely. So, uh, of background, course. Background, though. Just that one this below a, me, though. She's just a good one, dude. Ooh. It's a good one. Mm. Roadhouse, of course, gentlemen, and as everyone knows, for fans of this movie, and can you make this? Can you make Roadhouse. this synopsis quick too? Like, <laughs> yeah, keeps, anyway, let's see if I can do it uninterrupted. <laughs> let's try kept, it. Kept stopping the last time. All right, Roadhouse, a 1989 American action film directed by Rowdy Rowdy Harrington, and mm. starring Patrick Swayze as a cooler uh, at a newly refurbished roadside bar who protects uh, who he protects in a small town in Missouri called the Double Deuce from a corrupt businessman. And that's all you need to know because the rest is tits, ass, fucking and fighting. Fucking and fighting, man. So, um, mm, sounds I'm like sure- Saturday night. Ugh, <laughs> Saturday night that I wish I had. Instead, I was sitting at home hanging by my neck in my fucking closet. <laughs> I don't know where the hell he is. For like her, he could be hanging by his neck in his fucking closet. <laughs> so your so your orgasm is uh, was, uh, half, uh, half 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 uh, I think the kids at my time as good as last Thursday. Yeah, right? I think I, I think that the kids my age were calling they're calling it carrying it. Uh, so uh, anyway, so when was the first time you guys remember watching this? And I'll start because I actually had an ex girlfriend that was obsessed with Patrick Swayze. And I'm, so, I'm sure I'm sure it's from this movie and not that other one. Right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, it, Tu Wong Fu, oddly <laughs> enough, was like I think one of her favorites of Patrick. But we worked our way through the Tu Wong Fu. I'm glad, I'm glad she's an ex. Yeah, and we worked <laughs> our for way. All the memories. Yeah, then we worked our way. I think watched the Dirty Dancing, of course, and then we watched this one. And I was like, oh wait, wait a minute. Is there, is there more of this? <laughs> like, cause I can, I can get on board with this. Like, mm-hmm. sign me up, man. So, and but I was like, dude, I think I was in my like early twenties before I really like sat down and watched this, dude. because I, I don't know why, but Patrick Swayze, I think at that point in time in my brain was everything he was doing was a chick. All I was thinking of Dirty Dancing, right? So I was like, mm-hmm. it's Patrick Swayze, chick flick. He hasn't. I don't believe the SNL appearance had had. Uh, it registered in my brain for whatever reason uh, with the Farley stuff and the episode mm-hmm. it was so funny, but that was my first one, man. I don't know what year it was, but uh, I think Point Break is my favorite of his movies. Oh, that yeah. Excellent film. Absolutely. Yeah. That was another one I was yeah. late to the party on, too, man. Yeah. So. Uh, this one, I can't tell you exactly when. Um, I know it wasn't 89 because I know... Uh, I know my nine and <laughs> ten year old ass wasn't watching it then. Um, my parents, as far as uh, R rated movies, when I got up, you know, eleven or twelve, probably they would uh, they, they were kind of loose on on what they would let me watch, as long as it didn't include sex. Yeah, and this one did. Yeah, so <laughs> so I I do like distinctly and plenty of it. I, I do. And they like, did it. They did a good job because Shadwick turned out just an absolute paragon <laughs> of, of chastity and virtue. It was a good parents that let Shadwick be a shining example of like, what you should show your kids. Yeah, like, <laughs> sexual explicit materials. They're like, "Well, you don't need to see this." I'm like, 
Well, I need more of that. I do. Uh, I distinctly remember uh, I was watching this with my parents, and I was somewhere in that you know twelve, thirteen, mm-hmm. maybe, and uh, it got to the the part we were talking about where the the guy was in the storage room with the mm-hmm. the girl, and and I remember my mom just like erupted. She's like, ah, ah nope, nope, <laughs> and, and then and a few minutes later. Like it must have just like, like stuck in her brain. She's like, it looked real. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked over to your dad. She's like, can you imagine how he would have turned out if we had let him actually watch that sex? Just imagine. It just, just running to strange. It just cuts to Shadwick in the <laughs> closet of a bar doing the exact same thing, <laughs> reenacting. It'd be, like, it'd be like the end of Hall Pass. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like burying bodies, <laughs> burying in bodies. Leaf, when was the first uh, time that you saw this movie, dude? Uh, mutual so, friends, so many stab wounds. <laughs> um, yeah, I, the first, I, I ashamedly I missed this one too. This one didn't interest me when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, I obviously saw clips or piece bits and pieces just randomly throughout the 80s and the 90s, and it just looked goofy. It never yeah, looked yeah. like something I would want to watch. And so uh, the first time I actually watched it in its entirety, I was a grown man at a mutual friend, Brian Ballard's house. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Shout, Shout out, Brian. Brian Ballard, baby. Shout out, Brian Ballard, dude. dude and fucking heal up, baby, and then it's chongers on me. So... <laughs> <laughs> if y'all oh. know him, y'all know exactly what that means. Oh wait, oh wait, Brian Ballard. So yeah, he was like, he was he was talking about it. We were in a conversation, just hanging out, and he was like, "Have you ever seen?" He's like, "You remember Roadhouse?" And I was like, "Bro, I've never, I've never seen the whole thing." <laughs> he was just like, "Are you kidding?" He was just like, we "Gotta watch that, bro." Chaw in his oh, yeah. mouth, dude. Absolutely, dude. Watch. I'm like, let's. Let's fucking do it, man. Probably I'm ready. fucking 3 a.m. There's bodies all around that are passed Dude, out already. Like We left the yes. They were like, everyone was in cause. Like me and him and I don't know, random people who were waking up from drunken stupors and God knows what else. And we laughed the whole fucking time, dude. Yeah, man. Like, it and, was an and, absolute hilarious and if I can just If I can just paint a picture for everyone, uh, the best way I can describe Ballard is... There's like an equal mix of Bruce Campbell and N- Norm Macdonald. Yes. <laughs> he, like, he is one, also to the Norm Macdonald side of it, too. Like, Brian is one of the most genuine fucking human beings you'll ever meet in life. Like, yeah. true fucking just great guy. But uh, true, funny true, as true. fuck, man. Funny. And, 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 and a fan of movies and some deep cut movies, too. And he will go with a quote off. <laughs> All day yeah. long via text. Yeah, don't man. mess with him, dude. And and uh, in norm fashion, when he's trying to tell you a story, he will go down sixteen avenues to go <laughs> block. Yep, absolutely, man. That's that's and him. So I wouldn't have it in any other way watching it watching it with him. And I became an instant fan as soon as it was over. I was like, dude, I've wasted my life. Have I missed this? Yeah, like it's just a again, like I I got sucked in with the. You know what it was? It was uh, it was jealousy. It was everybody. Of course, at the time too, my my girlfriend was into Swayze, uh, but it was like he was a sex symbol. He was young and successful. Sex symbol. <laughs> Bitches wanted to fuck him. True. True. <laughs> no. 
And I was jealous. I was ever, jealous of that. Ever since he played Prince Charming in Disney on Parade. <laughs> oh, dude. Honestly. And, and played Danny Zuko in the original Broadway production of Grease. Oh, wow. I mean, so I mean, for so first of all, if you were going to choose somebody to be jealous of, you chose the right man. This man could freaking do everything. And he was good at it. He was good at all of it. Absolutely. Basically. And so, like I, when I was watching some, uh, fuck, I forgot what the series is called on Netflix, but they, oh, the movies that made us, um, they do like little thirty minute mini docs on stuff, and they had one on Dirty yeah. Dancing, and apparently like Swayze and uh, what's her name just fucking hated each other, uh, <laughs> which made me kind of like Swayze a little more because I was like, oh, Same. homie's got a little bit of attitude to him, like I dig it, he had some I, swagger. I guess he's they had like, some. He's beef. like, won't you? It's like, won't you fix your fucking nose? There were. <laughs> There were rumors that uh, his his beautifulness basically nearly ruined portions of this movie, uh, of cor- um, according to um, so- uh, sources. Um, some of the extras were like one of the waitresses like couldn't keep her eyes off of him was like dropping drinks on other extras oh, dude, in the sure. bar scene in the seat in the fights in the big fight scene um, with the big evidently uh, homosexual bad guy. <laughs> Like women were like, like, like trying to paddle down the stream to get a look at him well, and stuff, and like it, interrupting make, filming. I don't know. Does it make you homosexual if you fuck guys in prison? <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know prison rules, so I didn't write them. I, I don't know. And you know, so we're we're not here to judge. That's that's all no. I know. Is you know, if we're not casting. You know judgment. who we could ask, Chris. <laughs> I do know who we can ask. Who? I'm not quite what? sure he's going to take a phone call from us, though. Uh, it's, I don't it's, know. It's, oh, it's one of our ex-co-workers that is currently in the slammer. Um, <laughs> For what? Like uh, we'll go over, yeah, we'll go over it off the air. Um, <laughs> for karma. That's why he's in the slammer. Yes. So, um, uh, one of, I just like recently, like, literally just got done watching it before we hopped on here uh, again. I watched it earlier this year, or earlier last year. I guess since we're in 2024, what the fuck? Um, mm-hmm. You know what got me, Leaf, and you'll probably mm-hmm. get this joke. The yes. fat fucking suspender guy <laughs> uh, was straight the fuck off Streets of Rage three. Yeah, blowing fire out of his fucking mouth and shit. He like, even I was had like, the fucking cat, dude. Hat, dude. Yes, yeah. I saw that shit. I was like. Damn, there he is, bro. So, well, let's let's start this one off like with uh, you got what, what was it start? It starts off with the the opening, kind of the introduction to him and the guy scouting him out, being like, "Yeah, all right, like we'll, we'll get this guy because Patrick Swayze." Mm-hmm. Not only, also, I kind of like the uh, jo- ongoing joke throughout the movie where they're like, "I thought you'd be bigger." He's like, short and not yeah. Yeah, and not a large, what you would consider a large, yeah, man oh, for being a bouncer. I actually looked at a 5'10", 160 pounds. Wow. Yeah. He's mm. fucking shredded. <laughs> he's, a, he's just a tiny guy, though. Like, mm-hmm. I think, uh, Leaf, mm-hmm. you, you do, uh, you, you study martial arts a lot. Uh, yeah. Do you think it's because he was, like, so small? Or is it his pleated pants, or or <laughs> just or or the the dance I can, background? Like I, I can tell you exactly. Like his build, he's just a very very wiry dude. So and you don't need to look any further than than the Chippendales um, a, a episode of SNL 
when he's with Chris Farley. And you mm. juxtapose that with how fat Chris Farley is. But put that aside for one second, how <laughs> hilarious that is. Just look at Patrick Swayze's figure. If you go back and you look at him, he's just 0% body fat. Yeah. He's just shredded from head to toe. That's just his weird genetics. And this what, what, I was, what I was getting at, though, is his, uh, his fighting scenes. Yeah. Uh, he's fine. Uh, up top, the punches and everything, which I think... I think the camera angle and the, and the choreography helped a little bit on that. Oh. But his kicks were very dainty. Yeah, okay. I really so, had a problem with it. Yeah, I can tell. Okay, so that I can also tell you the reason is two things. He studied Wushu Kung Fu, which is very acrobatic-esque, right? Like, there's a lot of... Um, gymnastics a, involved in a it. lot of flash man right a so lot like, of flash and flare yeah. and, and to he, be honest like the the kicks the kicks i saw like are everything like technically pretty sound from what i saw of like but to leave's point there's a it's like pro wrestling right there's a big fucking wind up there's a big yeah. to do there's a big you know you gotta We're, kill him with that, you know, with that kick—the round kick do. or a side kick this. or a savat kick or why? <laughs> yes, why was Hollywood so set on um, picking a villain that could actually fight? And I mean, like we talked about earlier, uh, the yeah. guy that, that played Jimmy, which was the like the hard muscle or whatever, mm-hmm. like he was a, a Navy SEAL. Um, well, in the Navy at least. Yeah. Um, but just a badass, had, like a real, one, badass. yeah, real life badass. <laughs> he he won the kickboxing championship mm-hmm. in NATO, um, black belt in two different styles. And you're right, it shows. Yeah, like his, like, his fighting style is le- like it looks yeah. more legit. In my opinion, in the '80s, um, we're obviously spoiled. Like hindsight, we've actually got like as time has progressed. Obviously, you know, gone are the days of the Steven Seagal. Well, the, like, uh, well, well look at okay, look the at the Jean Claude Van Damme, bro. like where like, just straight up MMA didn't exist. You didn't know what a fucking good kick looked like. So no, well, and you combine that though with the fact that you know at least in Swayze's case like he had a dance background and so like martial arts is simply just it it literally in most most languages translates to hard work and mm-hmm. Swayze put in a lot of work in dancing in ballet and to and and you can see that come through in his martial arts and his kicks especially yeah. in this movie like when he does things it is very dainty and yeah. it, that's because his his body his muscle memory, all those things just kind of carry in to his fight scenes. And that's how you, that's, that's like, it's like when he's, when he's punching, like everything's fine. But when he kicks, it looks like Phoebe on friends when she, <laughs> when she runs or, yeah. or, yeah. or, uh, Elaine when she's dancing on Seinfeld. Oh God. Oh, God. It, it, you, you can see it. I agree with you. I saw it too. I was like, all man, right. like, I know he, he must have a great balance and everything from dance. But when he would throw a kick, he looked like he was like throwing it off like the back of his foot. Yes. Or or he was or he was he would have his leg extended like before his, before he came around with it, you know, instead his of, like, roundhouses were like ballet moves. No, they yes. were. He would like 100%. he would like twist at the hips like first and then like his, and so, like carry but he's flexible. So, so the foot gets up to the head and it's Super yeah. dramatic, and again, this is before nobody's mm-hmm. watching fucking kickboxing back then. The only martial arts you probably knew was Bruce Lee movies, which I mean, that shit was legit. Like a lot of that shit was legit, but 
Mm-hmm. It wasn't as big as this. So, so watching him fight Jimmy at the end was yeah. like was like watching Daniel Larusso and Johnny Lawrence. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's and, a good comparison. I mean, and so what? So what you're seeing there too is the fact that. <clears throat> There, the the bad guys don't have to have like a lot of depth as far as like acting and character. So this guy you're talking about had a life obviously far and away outside of acting. I don't know if he ever went on to do anything else. But you're looking at like a legitimate marsh, a lot of stuff. Okay, so like, but but in the, at least in this film, you know, he didn't like he he has basically no backstory, right? He does yeah. not really. He doesn't have to act. Well, I, know he, I know he was in prison at some point. I used to fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs> we, we do pick that up. And he did. We don't, we're not judging. We're not saying that he was gay. But he did have some homosexual adventures that, you know, that play into his character. But other than that, like, he's just a hired goon. He just has to be mean and know how to fight. And, you know, Patrick Swayze need, needs to play, you know, five different um faces so, of, of a character also so. i have a question about that too uh what prison has a bunch of patrick swayze's uh in jail and i don't know what county or state would that be in and how would you go to jail there probably philadelphia <laughs> <laughs> or kansas city yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm just saying like i mean if one were a podcast host wanted to get in jail with these patrick swayze's i'm just saying like uh and how would I do that? What? Uh, what? Let's see. What else? What else is San Francisco famous for? Oh, guys sucking and fucking each other. <laughs> uh, so, Google it. Yeah, we'll Google, Google it. it. Um, so, uh, so we, like we said, we when we start this movie out. You know, mm-hmm. you have the the big opening scene. You have a. Uh, you know he's being scouted to bring him out to the bar. I mean, what was his price? Oh wait, Australia—that's where all the all the hot prisoners are. We're all the hot. We're all the hot. We're moving on. We're just... where all the hot. Everything is. All right, it's very true. Um, so, so anyway, he's offered what is it? Oh, he, is it five hundred a week? Five thousand dollars up front, right. and then like five hundred bucks a week. And he's just there to clean the shit up, man. At the that's... double. At the double deuce, which actually, uh, to relate to a story I had this week, uh, you know, we had a big, big snow kind of sort of uh, wintry weather all over the United States. Um, they ordered out food for us, uh, which was nice. So we got Buffalo Wild Wings. So I have been taking uh, double deuces all day because of that. So, so uh, shout out to Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, we're very much aware that you put laxative in all of your food, and that's what you do. And there's no question at this point. And, uh, you, you got know, the, the Asian zing. It's Spotify podcast. Spotify podcast. Please. Oh, we're going to let your secret out that you put laxative <laughs> in everything. So, anyway, so he's going, he's now he's going to the double deuce, man. So help he's me along in, here, guys. He's, he, I don't know where he was originally, but he's at a bar. He gets hired by a guy who is, uh, who owns the double deuce, um, an, entre- an entrepreneur. He has money now. He came into some money. And so Patrick Swayze goes out there to uh, Kansas City, Missouri side. I have a friend that lives out there, and it is okay. ironically strange enough. You would think Kansas City, big, you know, big city, but there the Missouri side is a little, for lack of a better term, a little country, and you kind of yeah. see that here. Um, he gets to the double deuce, and it is just every that? bit the shithole you'd imagine, very reminiscent of a, a Columbus, Georgia 
uh, place where Chris and I had many misadventures with almost, our uh, almost got our ass kicked by some bikers. So uh, indeed, yep. indeed, that's what this place reminded me personally of. Yeah, it's got 100%. chicken wire in front of the stage. Mm-hmm. It is just an absolute dude total shithole. Like I, we, you know, we were in a band before. I played in several bands before and after. Can honestly say, never have played a venue with with a steel cage in front of you, mm-hmm. but Brian Ballard has, and he showed me some <laughs> fucking pictures, like when he toured his band with him and Ish. Look him up, E E S C H. When he he said they were toured, he showed me some pictures, man. They played a couple shows. Do you remember uh, where it was? It was it was in California somewhere. Uh, I think either California or maybe Texas. I can't remember because they did like a mm-hmm. whole loop in a van or some shit but yeah man he had pictures and they were playing i don't think like it was violent or anything i think it was probably like leftover from back in the day or maybe yeah but anyway i, I thought that was pretty cool i was like oh wow you actually get to play in front of the old chicken wire you know so people can't throw shit at you uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious and so patrick swayze scouts it out and that's exactly what it looks like i mean mm-hmm. people are just sexually harassing women they're uh <laughs> they're fighting they're 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 stabbing each other. <laughs> They're like Mr. Nimbus on Rick and Morty. They're fighting, fucking, and fleeing. Fight. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Flee. So, like, you just can't, so can't stop a, it. Yes. Uh, was that a thing? I mean, was that really happening in, in the 80s with, like, girls just, like, taking their tops off and middle of a bar and dancing around Chadwick's like and I mean is that happening right now because if that was happening what city would that be happening in and how can I get there where is the double deuce I I mean everything is like exaggerated obviously this movie which also which made it makes it kind of campy but it's like it it feels so good though to go back and watch it because it's just entertaining because the women are like Chadwick said the women are basically just like dancing on top of the the, it's like when someone tells you about a wild, the wildest night of their lives. I'm gonna be it's honest. Like a Tuesday here. This that should still, yeah, it, it is. It's it's taken to like you know turned up, but like I mean, we all have known and may even be married to girls that at some point in time of their life were like, "This is my favorite song. I'm getting up on the table," and then like you know like yeah. <laughs> it's just the tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's been, but like it's been my experience that those girls end up puking in the bed. Yeah, <laughs> it's been my experience that yes. So, yes. um, yes. But, but at least they're facing away from you. Shadow's <laughs> <laughs> coming in hot tonight. I like it. I like it, man. I'm gonna um, <laughs> But so, uh, but yeah, that it, it really is like turned up because I mean it's mm. it's really like the bar. Uh, that, like like me and Leaf were talking about, we were when we were in our uh, in FNA. Look us up. We're on all streaming services because we're kind of a big fucking deal. Um, <laughs> anyway, we played a show. We played several shows at this bar, as biker bar, and we definitely did not belong there because we were a pop punk band. But the owner was so fucking nice, uh, paid us really well, and just kept really the well. the staff liked us. Like it was just it was fun to go see them and play, but. Man, we pissed off a biker one night, <laughs> and uh, it, the long story short, we can have this in bonus content. There was an autograph signing gone awry. Uh, we were told Damn by it. his girlfriend to put a dick on this album cover because she thought it was funny. He thought we did it on our own, came back, and this dude was like 300 pounds. He was ready to fuck us up, and we were just like, 
I mean, what are we going to do? Like, we're going to fight, but it's, you know, we're going to lose. It's going to be bad. Like, we know. Like, I ain't going out like a bitch, but uh, we're not winning this. And then, like, his 300-pound goons with their fucking uh, suspenders on looking like Streets of Rage 3. Um, But anyway, so. It would have been different at the NBC Championship, though. (laughs) So he just gets done. Anyway, these guys, like I said, long story short, the guy gets fucking figures out that she told us to do it, comes back, apologizes to us, gives us all these compliments, and then storms out and leaves his girl there and, like, peels out on his bike and leaves. And we're like, oh, cool, we got to go play two more hours on stage. <laughs> like, is this guy we're gonna, alive. Yeah, I'm is look, this guy going to come back and fuck us I'm, up? or like? I'm, look, dude. Look, I'm looking for a mic check and a clean pair of shorts. Ab- Hi, I'm looking for Ray Finkel. And a clean pair of shorts. Absolutely. I was like, Ray <laughs> Finkel. <laughs> this yeah, is my Graceland, sir. And so, that's, uh, and that's exactly what it looked like um, with Patrick Swayze was scouting out this bar. His work, needless to say, was cut out for him. Like, mm-hmm. and of course, he runs into uh, one of the one of Chris's uh, favorite actors, no doubt, a a one Terry Funk. Are you talking uh, about former NWA heavyweight champion, former ECW heavyweight champion, former WWE tag team champion with Hall of Famer Mick Foley, Terry Funk? The very same. <laughs> I've, I've seen I've seen that man bleed a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, goddamn, that dude did a lot of hardcore stuff. I tell you what, uh, I read. Uh, well, I said I read. I listened to his audiobook. Uh, it was really really good. Just a biography thing that he did. And uh, he talked about uh, this movie, and I guess the movie that helped him find this is he did a movie called Paradise Alley uh, with Sylvester Stallone. That you still have not seen. I still have not seen it because I I would like all of us. Yeah, I would like all of us to get together and watch that. It's a Sylvester Stallone movie about a pro wrestler. I guess it's like a guy trying to make a buck, and then he gets into pro wrestling. But Terry Funk was in that, and I believe that the guy. Not but the director, maybe a producer or something, was affiliated with Rocky that was affiliated with this movie. And mm-hmm. I wonder if that may have been the tie that got Terry Funk this gig. But mm-hmm. Terry Funk fucking killed it in it. You want to hire a goon in a movie? Terry fucking Funk. By the way, rest was- in peace, 2023. But he was a fucking awesome dude by oh, all shit. accounts. I didn't know that. Yeah, he passed away mm-hmm. last year. But yeah. fucking awesome dude by all accounts. But man, I tell you what. You would see him in a wrestling ring because you you take for granted how big these fucking dudes are in the wrestling ring. When you see Terry Funk in this movie, you're like, God damn, that's a big fucking dude. He's massive. Like, he is dwarf huge, Patrick Swayze. man. Yeah, like, especially when you put him next to that giant, <laughs> that gigantic Patrick Swayze. <laughs> well, I mean, any of them, though. Like, there's, like, other big dudes in that movie. But, I mean, he's, I mean, probably, like, 6'4". But he just looks oh, yeah. thick and solid, you know? Like, Yeah. He towers. At one point in time during the during one of the brawls, as Patrick is, like, is uh, scouting it out. Like, Terry Funk is, can be seen um, in, one, in, in the center or to the further back, just literally full pressing an entire yep. man <laughs> with ease. Yeah. With ease and just throwing him and i'm sorry like like, was, you, you can get a little help on your shoulders from that but that there's not you don't fake that like that's you either can or you can't he was an adonis <laughs> he was an adonis so of course to clean up the bar patrick swayze, swayze immediately fires terry funk because that's you know that's gonna go really well as well as a bunch of the other employees there you, you find well, the biggest guy in the bar and you fire him <laughs> it's like prison rules well to to his uh, defense, that first night when he was scouting out the joint, uh, 
Terry Funk. He grabs a guy, has no conversation with him at all, punches him in the stomach. <laughs> when the guy when the guy bends over, writhing in pain, he throws him into a, a table that's full of other people sitting there <laughs> trying to enjoy their evening. Yeah, so Terry Funk basically fuck starts this guy's face, and, and that's okay because that's what I, Terry Funk does. And just Maybe ruins I'll... and just ruins the night of those poor patrons sitting there trying to have a drink. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> if I was sitting at a table, it fills us three. And they're like, oh, here's our special guest from Be Kind, Let's Rewind. And Terry Funk <laughs> throws an uh, unruly patron on our table. I'm going to be mad. and But I'm basically going to be like when uh, Smokey talking to Debo. Be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when he leave, I'll be talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what would happen. Right. He also has one of the best lines in uh, his own, one of his only lines when he asks Patrick Swayze when he says he thought he had balls big enough to come in a dump truck. <laughs> Sorry, I had to, I couldn't Ooh. let this. Uh, was that burn? <laughs> well, that was water. Uh, so I, no, I, that's not water. <laughs> if I if that had been whiskey, that would have been up my nose, and that would have been a bad time, bad time. Let me tell you, I, I could not let this this pass, this scene pass, or this section of the movie pass without mentioning that because it was excellent. Oh, it's damn. in my notes. I was like, <laughs> "Thank you, Terry. Rest in peace, you absolute king." Uh, and you know, like, I mean, all the women in this man, like, you know, when he gets there, like, we already talked about the scene where she's in the bathroom and that girl's just. I bet that tastes good <laughs> you know and i bet it does and so he's just he's around the girl in the bathroom <laughs> that's that's literally where it goes in my notes from there there's just tons of tits ass fucking and fighting god dude that's literally the next thing i wrote down after the scene <laughs> actual plot is somewhere in there <laughs> so shadowick when do you have like so when you see this scene now you just immediately are always transported back to your parents being like nope <laughs> <laughs> well yeah seriously every time i just i remember my mom she's like <laughs> like it looks so real. Like, the, like the yeah the, the dust settles you know she's like nope uh-uh. and we turn it off like we get settled, probably fucking family matters or something's on, and and she like she looks over my dad and she's like, it looks real. <laughs> in, my, in my imagination, she jumps in front of the TV during that scene and she's like, Shaddy, no! <laughs> I don't know why she calls you Shaddy, but she does because it makes the joke work. Shaddy, no! Shaddy, no! Shaddy, no! <laughs> Uh, it did look pretty real. I'm not gonna I mean, lie. all the fucking in this looked real. I mean, I know <laughs> we'll get to it, but I don't know why Patrick Swayze can't just fuck on a bed. Like, I don't know why we gotta go against the brick wall. But I mean, maybe he didn't get his workout in that day, and he's got to do gotta some dominate. squats, and you he's know, gotta dominate. Gotta so we low base. So uh, Patrick Swayze's he had, he had to been on a step stool, by the way. <laughs> So True. show, so Patrick Swayze scouts out this uh, the shitty bar, the Double Deuce. Uh, decides that uh, yeah, he's just going to fire a bunch of people, a bunch of the workers, and uh, he's getting settled in. So he finds a uh, it's like a barn. Yeah, well, bro, this is like old half for him, right? He's done this yeah. before. This is his, 
This ain't his first song and dance, no, so he, he knows. Is, like he is the key is calm, collected. He knows exactly what. And to he's do see, you know he's got the eye like you know he's he's got the eye where he can be like oh that dude's stealing that person's Yo, like too aggressive. Yeah. This was he like, cleans out all the corruption in like it's like ten minutes and it's yeah. basically a better place. And, and he, he's teaching the other bouncers like how not to fling um you know other patrons yes. into into everybody else yep. and how to deal with them like, when to fight. When not to fight. And be nice. Be nice, yeah. you know? And just be nice. Just be nice to people. I want you to be nice. That's what he's saying. He was saying, be kind. Let's rewind. And if I'm being honest, that's what I really took away from this movie. Yeah, me too. It's be nice. Also, be nice. I took away from this movie... Uh, everyone should like and subscribe. <laughs> That's what I took away from this movie. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. I also learned how to throat rip a guy. <laughs> That's not what you think it is, folks. Yeah, he's... <laughs> that was not a prison. Yes, movie. it is. I used to fuck guys like you in prison. Kalima. Kalima. Shakti Day. Kalima. Love that. Uh, but, we're doing that one. All right, we're man. Like so, after he after he cleans everybody out, we have the little iconic. We've we've set the line. You know, there's a line drawn in the sand now. So mm-hmm. you're starting yeah. to get okay. These guys He's, probably got beef with him, and then he ruffles feathers, and the corruption goes deeper than Patrick Swayze realizes. And we get introduced um, to the, the main um, antagonist, which is this rich guy um, that basically owns the, a rich entrepreneur that runs the town. Um, one of the one of the people he fire that um, Patrick fires is a uh, the nephew's son's yeah. cousin of the rich dude, and you Baby start Thomas to realize, sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what was his name? Real- uh, uh, the though the main the main bad guy, yeah, right. um, Brad, it's Wesley. like Brad, Brad Wesley, okay, yeah. So so Brad Wesley comes Played across. Ben. <laughs> I don't know why, but I kept thinking like. Brad Wesley was Richard Dawson from the feud. I don't know. I kept like confusing that in my head, and I was like, "Brad Wesley, go back to the feud." Oh, you know what, man? Richard, because he, Richard Dawson. Because he yeah. does kind of look like Richard Dawson did in The Running Man. That's what I was getting. Yeah. So ah. I looked him up on IMDb to be like, "Oh shit!" Like, is this? Ah, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> so swing and a miss. It, it is not him. This guy's name is uh, Biagio Anthony uh, Ben Gazzara, um, a uh, primetime Emmy Award winner, Drama Desk Award winner, like three, gold, I mean, freaking... three Golden Globes, Tony Award winner. The guy is obviously aged at this point in time. Did a really good job. Plays a really, really good, uh, really good bad guy. Crazy but... bad guy, too. Hey, look, hey let's, let's talk about age for just a second. Um, so... I don't know about you guys. When I watch a movie, especially an old one like this, like I always still feel like these people are like further along in life than me, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Patrick Swayze's like older than me. Yep. So yeah, so it does feel he he was actually thirty six. God damn it! Well, yeah, <laughs> this shit's stupid, dude. This shit is uh, stupid. So, so that's what that's what eight years uh, yeah. between between your ju- junior right now. Eight when years, are, eight years are junior. Brad Wesley, mm-hmm. the old man, was this fifty eight. Jeez, how old was Sam Elliott? You know, I do know. 
44. God damn it. <laughs> I'm out. See y'all. That <laughs> coming. He looks so and, good, too. He had the best hair, even yeah, then, dude, bro. That, this, this that, was, that was my note. That was one of my notes. If, uh, if it had been in the genetic cards for me, I, I would have had that long, oh, thick, dude, gray yeah. hair. With that Bro. fucking beard and everything, like yeah, he had a, the scruff and the and the and perfect the, casting yeah. too. Like you want like just the right amount of scruff, mm. <laughs> <laughs> just just like that. That look was fucking amazing. Like yeah. just on him, like because really cool I mean, we him. know everyone else probably knows him. Like later on, you know, with the mustache and all that stuff. But mm. dude, he pulled this. Look, he was looked like a badass man. Yeah, I don't well, fuck with him. And that's, they that's called him old man, dude. I know. Fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That that first scene when he shows up there and, and like saves uh, Patrick Swayze from getting his ass mm-hmm. kicked. Like he kick. What does he do? He kicks that guy in the knee or something and takes him down. And then he's like, he's switching his hair back. He's like, damn, that hurts, doesn't it? Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I think he nut punches him too, or maybe yeah, that he, comes yeah, later. He kicks him. He that kicks him after a, like in the, the leg. Ch- there was a, he, a line. He the balls. There was a line that never made sense to me, though. Like right before he starts fighting, that big tall guy is like, "Were you going to fight, Dickless?" And he goes, "Well, I sure as hell ain't going to show you my dick." <laughs> like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> Look, man, it's the heat of battle. You're not going to get fucking gems coming out like when you're about to fight somebody. Well, that's true. When I get mad, I can't even talk. So <laughs> Exactly, right? Shadow turns to, to get do that a out. WR mute when he gets mm-hmm. mad. <laughs> and also, I mean, let's just let's not it. forget, he was 44 years old. He was basically ancient. At God least that's what it. this movie would have you believe, that he's just over the hill and washed up completely. I yeah, bet so. his, yeah, his, his dead leg probably feels like felt like my shoulder does. <laughs> Dude, no doubt, no doubt. Dude, so how Patrick's am I holding up better than all of you guys, and I did fucking pro wrestling for like, bro. I What's mean, happening? I, I got you, I, you've been pickling your insides longer. Uh yeah, it's true. It's all those IPAs keeping you from dementia, <laughs> from and, dementia and wear man. and tear. Dude. Shout out, be kind, let's rewind. Supporting the research that says IPAs. Excuse me. Supporting the result that says IPAs <laughs> prevent Alzheimer's. We trust the science. We, we trust, trust the, science. the science. We are supporting the results is what we're he, doing. Exactly. Exactly. Except, so, except he can't complete a sentence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. Who are you? The side effects. All medicine has side effects, Shadwick. <laughs> Being wheeled oh, off again. Shit. We're going to we're gonna have to get on with it. I yeah. got you. I got you. So, 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 uh, Patrick Swayze in cleaning up the place upsets the balance. The rich guy takes notice. He gets mad and sends his goons to settle the score. Uh, Patrick Swayze gets stabbed or slashed. And, uh, of course, he still beats their asses because he's Patrick fucking Swayze. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he gets, he goes to the doctor where we get introduced, uh, to the love interest. And this is when she has her glasses on, right? Yes, and she's got the little lab that coat. They're flirting from the, from the, from the get-go. <laughs> what? You missed what? it. You missed it. You missed what the did gorilla. I miss? You missed the gorilla. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, did I talk over the gorilla play again? No, no. Just, I'm just Come saying. Come on, dude. Look, I bet that I was trying to- is good. <laughs> so, I'm just saying, with her, I prefer her with glasses. Just throwing dude. it out there. I thought the glasses she's- were a better look. She's so fine. I prefer her uh, butt ass naked, which we see <laughs> later on in the uh, in, in the movie. You know, like, you know what though? I I'm pretty sure 
Uh, I first saw her in Curly Sue, which came out like in '91. Hmm. Um, How many movies have you she's played by? Uh, so, so she's played by Kelly Lynch. Yeah, I'm not sure she, if she was in Mary Sue or Curly Sue. She was Sue. also, yeah, she was in Curly Sue with uh, John Belushi. Really? Oh, or, or uh, Jim Belushi. Yeah, it would probably been Jim. Jim. It was Jim. in the '90s. Yeah, according to Jim. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, and she was in uh, she was in Cocktail. Oh, oh really? shit! Yeah, with wow. uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, um, for her. So That's another movie I'd, I haven't seen so I, here in a while. So I, I, she was on my radar. Uh, <laughs> by, by the time I, by the time I saw my radar, Roadhouse, Roadhouse. So I gotta say, uh, I was a little disappointed in uh, the 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 boob area. Really? <laughs> well, you know, because I had, I had seen her like in bikinis and stuff. I'm like, yeah, you know, she looks fit. She's probably a swimmer, maybe volleyball. She's so, tiny. Shadow's <laughs> fantasy. She but, sometimes she served him cocktails on a beach after a volleyball game. But it was she uh, done swimming. <laughs> There's there very little hang in there. Yeah, well, uh, you know. Shadow I'm pretty sure those were said implants. thanks for the memories and <laughs> yeah. moved on with his life. Now, so. this is the 80s. This is where they were invented, gentlemen. Now, Brad Wesley's girl that got up on the stage and oh, yeah. made an ass of herself. Mm. Um, she might have made an ass out of herself, but she made a fucking grandfather clock out of me. <laughs> the mind's back, baby. It's back. He's back. Thanks, IPA. So... You, you, just, you just had to get rid of that IPA with some good old dark liquor. Mm. Push it so, down uh, with brown. Patrick Swayze gets it, realizes he's probably in over his head here. There's a lot of shit happening. So he calls in Sam Elliott's friend, uh, Wade Garrett, played, of course, by Sam Elliott. And can, can we talk in. about the phone call? The bro language in that phone call is fucking amazing. Because I really, you know, like you always, I don't know, maybe I'm weird or maybe we're weird because I know we all do this. You put yourself in situations in a movie sometimes. Mm-hmm. But like, I yes. really see myself calling Lee for calling Shadwick in like the same shit where you guys are like, yeah, Chris needs me, but I'm going to give him a whole bunch of shit before I actually show up. And yeah, then, call uh, him trash. Yeah, and 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 uh, but then I'm gonna show up. <laughs> you know, like that's the what's, yeah. going, what's going on, Miho. Yeah, you come to. <laughs> yeah, he calls him Miho. Evidently, that was his idea. By the way, that wasn't in. The oh, script. was it? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he calls, which obviously means son. Mm-hmm. And so he call he kind of calls him that because like Patrick Swayze, he's kind of like. I mean, they're yeah. they're friends, but he's kind of like his mentor too, a little bit. Oh yeah. Well, uh, Sam yeah. El- Sam Elliott actually had a lot to say about this movie um mm-hmm. like shortly after it was released um there was a, a much longer cut like over three hours and there was a lot more like substance um to the re- relationship between between him and Swayze. i can really 100 see that because i mean this yeah. movie what did this clock in at was it right at two or one it's almost exactly at two hours almost. so so um i picked it up like there, like I, I keep calling it bro language, like, but there's the little nuances that yeah. they definitely could have gone way deeper into. Yeah. Well, he said that a lot of it got cut. Like his his favorite part that he did got cut, and he said that was really what uh, had 
drawn him to the movie. He was originally offered the part of Brad Wesley, and he turned it down. And they brought him. They brought this back to him, and he liked he liked the relationship there. And uh, he said, if he had known what the movie was going to turn into, mm-hmm. he w- he wouldn't have done it. He said, he said you have to just not take it serious. It's like he he compared it to uh, Mad Magazine. Uh, I, look, I enjoy it. I really enjoy this movie, but you kind of. It, it does seem like a lot of shit's kind of removed from there. Yeah. Like the, we'll get there, but the, the morning yeah. uh, of the father son relationship is all of three seconds. And, yeah. uh, let's fucking go yeah. on, you know, to vengeance. And we don't revisit the morning after that. And, you know, like there's shit True. cut out and I get it, but that was back then too. Like, it, Hey man, Hollywood's a fucking business. Like it, we yeah. worked at the movie theater. We know, like, if you have a movie that's two hours, uh, you're getting four to five showings a day. You have a movie that's two thirty. Now you just cut your showings in. You get up to three hours. Now you've cut them down to three times a day, and you're gross as shit. So it's less money. That's what, yeah, that's what happened with uh, Zack Snyder's superhero movies. Mm-hmm. That's what like, happened yeah. with Kevin Costner's The Postman. He was like, mm-hmm. "Fuck it, I don't want to make any money." And I'm gonna make Chris. <laughs> I'm gonna it. make and I'm gonna make Chris build a fucking movie with twelve goddamn reels, and then I'm not bitter about it at all. But go ahead, let's continue on the story. Uh, just, just real quick, I, I love that movie. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. So, so yeah, he calls his friend Sam Elliott, and we get another fantastic gratuitous scene because, of course, Sam Elliott works at a titty bar, and there's <laughs> yep. just nudity everywhere because Roadhouse, Roadhouse. <laughs> but he, Roadhouse. he he shows up to give. He shows up like Chris says. There's amazing chemistry between them two, yeah. and yeah, you could tell there was they, they just work so well. He's together getting his fucking ass straight. Hand, Swayze's getting his ass handed to him, and they're like having a fucking cheeky conversation. And it's yeah. like, like because he knows, like, okay, I'm about to size these motherfuckers up and get you out of this. Like, yeah, love it. Yeah, he shows up to the bar, and the rich guys, the rich bad guys, goons are beating the shit out of Patrick Swayze in the back. And Sam Elliott's character walks out there and has a conversation whilst whilst Patrick's getting worked over by one of the goons. They're like hitting <laughs> him and stomach. punching him. Yeah, <laughs> Sam yeah, like he's, Sam ne- Elliott- he's negotiating whether he's going to show his dick to this guy or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Sam Elliott is Sam Elliotting all over yeah. the, <laughs> yeah. this scene because he is un. Phased and unworried by any of this happening. And, and this is like when they're, they're delivering the cool booze, shit, right? man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that character was just cool as shit. So, like, this is when they're delivering the booze, right? Like, when they're. Yes. They interrupt the booze thing, which kind of leads me to shit stuck in my head this week. Now you face the shredder. The shredder? <laughs> uh, maybe all that hardware's for making coleslaw. and if you want to relate that to this movie uh basically sam elliott is shredder he just fucking just beats the (laughs) shit absolute shit out of the digital savage states of shit i nominated that one this week it's been stuck in my head because uh you guys don't know but chris joined us in the uh the 44 year old damn era congratulations chris so, in honor of that, I got you a little something here. Oh, shit. Turtles. That? that is a Shredder Condoms, a, a lifetime supply. <laughs> for... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Oh, oh shit. Maybe all that hard work should making coleslaw. That, are you going to be a shredder fucking shredder? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes. That's fucking amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Jan. Yeah. Man. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Nickelodeon? Is, yeah, man. You know. Sponsor our podcast. Yeah. Sponsor our podcast. That's fucking awesome. Thank you, Thank you Shadow. Beauty, but, yeah. All right. Back to, uh, back to this. So. Yes. So after, because he he tries to uh, Patrick Swayze's got connections because now the town is cutting off the bar's booze after yeah, they finally rich, get the right clientele. Rich Not- guy's just fucking everything up. He likes, for some reason, it doesn't really go into it. I mean, I suppose he just likes control, but he likes everything being fucked up. He likes the corruption. He likes running the town, and so Patrick Swayze is the bunky rich and all of those works. And what, just- what about the whole fucking like? Uh, Again, I I love this. I love this movie. There's some derpy shit in here. There's derpy shit in every movie, right? Like so, he's like literally across the fucking water from the bad guy, like where he sleeps. Like yeah. it's so so convenient and so hilarious that he's yeah, just like. Swayze's- I like the I like the one line where we're watching him fucking have a party like in this first night sleeping. Yeah, there, for like, some reason, yeah, Patrick Swayze over here. <laughs> Patrick Swayze and the main bad guy live live right across the street from each other. So for he, some reason, you can see him bad guying all over the place, dude. Like so, so uh, Wesley has uh, Dalton come over to his house, and he's he's going to like try to hire him away from from that place, whatever, yeah. and. Uh, so he's like he's giving his his whole speech about you know how he is really the good guy how he's like uh, made the town better bro uh, and then he goes <laughs> jc penny's coming here because of me i know and that's <laughs> but isn't that we we talk about this we talked about this uh i think in the x-men and shit too about magneto but like every mm-hmm. bad guy that believes his own shit makes that character believable because there's always a kernel of truth because that town probably was a lot better because of a dude with money bringing some shit yeah. in there. Yeah, in his mind. Yeah, but right. I I think I think when you're like having people drive a monster truck through a car dealership, <laughs> that, which happens a little bit that later. That kinda, yeah. that kinda, we, we haven't got there yet. But look. I don't know. I'm skipping ahead. <laughs> it's it's next. It's I'm next. Sorry. I'm sorry. We're uh, an hour into. It. I'm skipping ahead, dude. <laughs> no. So, yeah, but that's, like, right around the corner, right? So now he's, like, after Dalton says, fuck no, like, I'm not doing this. I'm not hiring, yeah, you're not hiring me away. Like, I'm here to clean this this bar Not to up. mention he makes, like, a bro romance with Red in the hardware store. Yeah. Like, you know, where he walks in and Red's just, like, salt of the earth dude. And he's, you know, then he finds out, like, that that Wesley's fucking strong arm in the town, mafia style. Like, people gotta yeah. pay protection money and whatever it is and yeah you learn yeah he wants, he wants to turn the devil deuce into the bada bing <laughs> the bada bing club that guy's like, really italian yeah. you're absolutely, yeah, absolutely. He would. <laughs> so you're right through red yeah through his friendship with uh red who's played i mean oddly enough uh the character's name is red webster the actor's name is red west wow. and uh a quick little fact about him he evidently was elvis presley's uh, bodyguard and confidant, like a super good friend. Wow. Of Aaron Elvis Presley. <laughs> Elvis Aaron Presley, you 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 fight your mother in the ass. <laughs> no, no, where 
Where was it at one knot? Listen, I'm just I'm just stating the facts. I'm hey. stating the facts. So yeah, they <laughs> you find you find out, of course, yeah, that the that the rich bad guy is uh, is going to go to no no links to get rid of um it of is, after it. trying to hire yeah Patrick Swayze Dalton. Um, he's like, nah. All right, then we're mortal enemies. Then, like, and, <laughs> yeah, and, for and real. He's like, fuck all it. things. Fuck yeah. it. I'll I'll, I'll burn the town. <laughs> I'll burn the town down before I let before I let Dalton uh, or Patrick Swayze like fix the town. This is my town. I decide whether it lives or dies. So he <laughs> hires a bunch of goons to drive. Uh, I think it's Bigfoot number seven. Coincidentally, oh shit! The- Did you actually get the? Did you find out I, that actually it was like I did. Yeah, the license plate number? Yeah, oddly enough, I got you right. Remember, here, man, you. like in the eighties, even into the nineties, monster trucks were a big fucking deal, and Bigfoot Huge. was basically the cream of the crop. Him he was the king. grave digger. <laughs> cream rises. Cream rises, brother. Oh, the, yeah. Yes. The monster truck used was indeed Bigfoot Macho number Man, seven, coming soon. which actually was built for this film. Oh believe shit! It or really? Not. Yes, yes. And the scene that, that uh, Shadowka has already mentioned cost five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I was going to gonna ask that, and that's fucking awesome that you have that dollar amount because I knew when I watched that because, like, you can tell, uh, you know, CGI's come a long way, but you can tell when yes. you watch this, you're like, fuck, like this is all hundred percent like this. Real monster truck, real fucking cars, real cars, through real shit, like real scene, Happen real insurance because it's you Hollywood. To, you just have to think that maybe that place was being torn down. Like, well, I mean, God. maybe, but you still got to insure it. You still got to like, I mean, like there's in, a lot of fucking like in money. the Dark Knight. They they had mm-hmm. that that building like ready to yeah. implode or whatever. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, but still, like five hundred thousand dollars. You gotta, you know, that's what eighty nine. 88 yeah. when this was filmed yeah. probably so yeah it's a lot of fucking money but kind of a cool fucking scene so it was yeah real like well insanely it cool was a scene. cool scene but i will say this it feels a little out of place to me yeah. like it just kind of yeah. feels like it feels like somebody was like we need a fucking stunt no you're <laughs> you're 100 like, i felt in the exact same way at this point in the movie it almost feels like it's a little bit directionless right like yeah. so you like patrick swayze and and the the main the main rich bad guy uh brad west wesley are kind of like they've decided they're gonna be moral enemies it's like what do we do well for some reason brad wesley decides to just wreck the whole town he's driving monster trucks through uh, car dealerships, he's having his goods blow up Red's place. They burn it to the ground. Well, well it's because uh, Patrick Swayze or Dalton had made friends with these guys. Oh, I he know. Was, he was friends with Red. Yeah. And then uh, by association, he was friends with the car dealer guy. Yeah. So, so to strike at him, Wesley's like, "Well, I'll hurt your friends." Yeah. Right. No, which, I, I I get it. It just seemed, it seemed which, a little just out of oh, my field. No, I get it. It's weird to me, yeah, because I guess this shows the psychopathy of the main bad guy because he's bragging about building the town and like now because of one man he's just he's just ripping the yeah, whole just, thing he's down. He's fucking ripping and tearing, man. Wild women, <laughs> wild women. It's the ripping and tearing. So the monster truck drops through the car dealership. They burn Red's place to the ground. You're gonna have to um, clip. <laughs> yeah, they they burn it to the ground. Yeah, and then of course like where the. My one of my favorite scenes. Um, 
uh, after Patrick Swayze is done railing his uh, his fake boobed tight ass doctor, uh, just <laughs> they randomly they weren't fake boobs. I'm telling you, <laughs> he's a connoisseur. <laughs> Mainly because his parents wouldn't let him see them as a child. So just let ladies, if 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 this is a if if that is the face of your enemy, you only have censorship to blame. I, I do remember. The, <laughs> I do remember there was a certain point where I could I could see boobs as long as it wasn't like in a sexual act. <laughs> right, <laughs> your mom. But, it's, but as soon as your it was sexual, like if it was just like random boobs in the movie, you were good with it. But you if were it was, okay. Yeah, it's kind of like it's a female. It's kind of right? kind of like saying "damn" when you're singing a country song. Yeah. Like, I got you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was just it was more it was more of a natural. Yeah. But as soon as as soon as they started getting railed, it was shoddy. No. <laughs> as, as soon as those movies start bouncing, it's like, ah, get them out, man, get them out. Shady, no. Hey, I want to, I want to sidetrack real quick on, uh, in, in the, uh, the blonde guitarist in this. Uh, yes. Oh yeah. His friend. <laughs> I have, like, a, I have a bunch of notes on him. Yeah, his friend. I, I um, thought, I thought you'd be bigger. Yeah. Uh, Co- his friend Cody, the blonde musician that works right. at the Double actually, Deuce. Yeah, actually a, a real-life musician, uh, Jeff Healy. Jeff uh, Healy. Credit to Patrick Healy. Yes. Um. No, uh, that's <laughs> something about Mary. Uh, the Jeff Healy, real, real fucking guitarist, was on tour. Unfortunately, passed away, I believe, in his 40s. Um, but, dude, dude, for somebody to learn guitar like that, like, was... It was impressive. I like the style. I know, like, maybe out of necessities why he learned it that way, or that's just how yeah. he learned. But he almost was, learned. Was he really blind? Yes. He was indeed blind, yeah. Uh, he huh. had some sort of uh, he learned that he, uh, cancerous he pl- yeah. carcinoma thing that took his vision when he was a young, like a child. Or yeah, a baby so he even. he played a regular guitar, basically like a steel guitar. Um, put it flat on his lap and then just fucking rocked out. The soundtrack in this movie, the band is fucking badass. Uh I yeah. enjoyed all that shit. Wait, wait, wait. He sings a song called Angel Eyes. Yeah. That was his that was one of his main hits. Yeah. It was was Angel Eyes. Turn your angel eyes my way. Yep. That song is is his. Uh mm. kind of ironic considering he was blonde. He also had like uh <laughs> I mean, ironically I mean a dude in a wheelchair is calling him out. Somebody come out oh. leaf. <laughs> yes. hey, I'm also handicapped. He has, he has angel eyes now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it did the, the strangest doesn't end there. He also had another hit called "See the Light." Uh, you know what? He had a gimmick. He was sticking to it. You know, that's all I'm trying to tell you, man. Maybe, like, he... maybe Helen Keller's not real. I don't fucking know. I don't make the rules. <laughs> so uh, let's let's move on. Super <laughs> cool, super cool artist and musician, though he was Canadian. Look him up for real. Like there's. I like... yeah. I like my I like my blind musicians to be honest, like Ronnie Millsap. There was a stranger in his house, someone there that I can't see. Uh, I like my musicians to be blind, like Ray Charles. I don't. And I don't like Jamie Fox. I don't like hypocrites. <laughs> so, in the middle of uh, in the middle of. Um, uh, Patrick Swayze just decide like he's he's getting fed up with this bad guy. He's just he's he's nearly had enough. He's decided he's going to go to war. The guy that's renting out uh, Patrick Swayze's house just uh, explodes. Dude, yes, 
in the middle of a conversation. But also, what an awesome 80s line. I know we're at the tail end of the 80s mm-hmm. when Patrick Swayze pulls him out and he's like checking on him to see if he's okay. And he's like, it'd be a lot better if you'd get off me or whatever, get yeah. off my yeah. chest yeah. or whatever. It's like, that's such an 80s line. Yeah. Like, the old, the old such man can nod, like, yeah, I'm good. Oh, like, but so right after that line is, is the reason why um, the guy that played Jimmy wasn't the guy playing Dalton because you see his acting chops. Yeah. Where he lets off this ridiculous laugh. <laughs> it's like skeletal laugh. Yeah. <laughs> because, because, he just, because he just blew up, he just blew up a guy's house. Yeah. I know. It was seriously. Yeah. You're, you're 100% right. And then they it's have their epic bad. fucking showdown, right? Where yep. this, you, and it, this is what. The this fight. is what got me too. Is uh, this is in 1988? This was filmed maybe 87. I don't fucking know how long it took to produce movies back then. Released in 89. Why the fuck was this fucking movie not a video game? This thing plays through like the fucking Warriors video game, <laughs> like dude, mm-hmm. like any other movie that is adapted to. Like it has a plot. It has a big major end boss. It has it sets up perfect for a game. Maybe it Swayze just maybe they didn't care. I think it actually was planned to be to be a video game, and there was some developmental and licensing issues. If I'm I not say mistaken. that, I say that, then I backtrack and say, in '89, am I going to buy a game with fucking Patrick Swayze on it as a dude who was in the eyes of advertisers the primary people buying video games? Probably not. But yeah. the plot itself would make a badass video game. The, yeah, the video game company was like, uh, "Last time we we made a game from a movie, it was ET." <laughs> They're like, and then and then we decided to make this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games for the NES, and this Chris Lowry kid fucking killed four <laughs> or five hundred people, and uh, <laughs> we we're apparently doing away with water levels going forward, guys. That's the end of this meeting. <laughs> meeting adjourned. Meeting adjourned. So so absolutely. So the the main fight happens. The fight of fights. Leaf, Leaf, talk me through this fight. Talk me through this fight where you have your. Your ups and downs of who's gonna? Did you ever? I know, like we 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 watch this later on in life. To me, watching this, there never was a shit. Like Dalton may lose this. Yeah. There never was that to me. No. Like you knew, you just knew it was coming because you already have the Overlord bad guy, which kind of sucks because this should have been the fight of fights. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. It should have been at the end. This right. could have been the. This but, should have been like the final scene, basically, right? Considering but, how the main bad guy meets his end too. Yeah. Like this should have been Patrick Swayze's. Like, in my opinion, this was his his moment because yeah. the bad guy, the main bad character, is not a fighter. So you, you know, you know, in the back of your mind, when he finally catches up with him, yeah, he's gonna, gonna be fuck dirty. Him up. Yeah. He's going to fuck him up. There's going to be some dirty underhanded tricks. Throw the there fucking has to be. salt in his eyes. He's going to have Dude, some flash paper. That was probably <laughs> the biggest tragedy that there was no pocket oh, sand no. moment. Okay, in this, so in this I'm glad fight. that you said that. When they're fighting on the beach, and I just continually stare at the sand, waiting for a bad guy to throw the fucking sand in the good guy's it's eyes. It's right I'm like, there. <laughs> like waiting, yeah. like dude. Okay, yes, just do it. Dude. Just do it. Just fucking do it. It's, it's, like, it's like room. the trap door in a Scooby Doo cartoon. Yes, like you <laughs> see it. It's like it's outlined. Like you're like they're gonna fall you, on that. Like, you know. but 
I'm like, where? Where's the fucking? Just throw it. Just ninja kick the damn rabbit. Do something. Like <laughs> absolutely. But, but no, he just leaps out around. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he does, man. So, like, yeah, they go back. It's the quintessence. <laughs> <It is. laughs> Jimmy's doing the uh, the dirty dancing lift. Like, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> it's, the, um, it's the quintessentials '80s fight. No, they they go, short. Each each guy gets a <laughs> oh, dude, they get their shine. Gets a punch. It's your fucking. Each guy gets your- a- pro wrestling five man you got to give a little shine to the baby give a little yeah. shine to the heel and then at the then you go home and, and when he unfortunately home. when he said he went home he just went like it was it was so fucking quick though like i like that they kind of ran it like that they ran it like a big reflex like he didn't really fucking kind of realize what he was doing it made it, yeah, more, yeah, he was so mad because he's just fed up with the main bad guy. He's just upset, like, Patrick's character and, now is... And they alluded is, to the Memphis, like, incident, right? Like A couple of times in the film, right. but yes. yes. Yeah. So so you yes. know that this dude's killed before. Yes, he's, hey, he's got it. I'm sorry. Made, Did you guys happen to catch when, uh, when Sam Elliott is in the restaurant uh, talking with Dalton, and he's talking about what happened in Memphis, and... Uh, He's talking about the woman. She's like, she never told you that she was married. That co- that woman. <laughs> mm-hmm. I almost calls her a cunt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like yeah, Sam, Sam Elliott just left that in there for us. Yeah. I think he had probably. I think that was that was a, that was a wink and a nod to yeah. Econ. Let's rewind. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that. But so, you, but that you bring up a good point because. Um, they do allude to the fact that Patrick Swayze has killed, and really, right up until this scene and a couple of scenes before, he's like Patrick Swayze is the coolest, calmest guy. He's like, be nice, only fight when that's you have his, to. Yeah, that's his fucking mo, right? Like he's not gonna right. fuck you up until it's absolutely necessary. Yeah, he's like a he's a good guy, but yeah. he has like a dark this dark past, and you finally see that come out in this scene where that's, he's at yeah, his dude, that rage fucking comes in. out, blew up his and, house and all that shit, and then he just fucking. So rips guy, homies throat out like yep so the guy pulls out a gun yep and decides to cheat and patrick swayze kicks the gun out of his hand and uh after he disarms him decides to murder him <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't help and, it man an unarmed man he rips his throat out and uh the doctor comes his doctor girlfriend comes running down what a great fucking camera angle though too to shoot the scene where the back's to the camera, so you can't see anything. So, you know, the mm-hmm. prosthetics are already fucking there. So he just oh, comes yeah. over and fucking, like, yeah. good little camera uh, angle, good little Hollywood trick. And then, of course, so like, cool. what's great is, like, she goes, because she's a doctor, right? She she's going to she's gonna help him. She rips, turns him over and realizes that he doesn't have a throat anymore, which I guess kills you instantly. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not a yeah. doctor. So it's in his, the movie, Chris. Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> Instantaneous. He doesn't have a throat anymore, and and instead of like call an ambulance or let's start CPR, she angrily storms away like a girl that was mad at Chris because he's had too many beers at a goddamn bar. So, 
just leaves him there. Doesn't just, call the police. Yeah, just doesn't call the police. Sure. Storms off because I had one fucking too many beers with my friends. You know, like that's which I, which I am almost positive makes her accessory to murder in court of law. I'm almost positive she can do jail time about that moment alone. Well, how about how about right before the explosion? She's uh, she's upstairs and they're like having a little argument. Yeah, and she says like, "You're as bad as as Wesley. Like, you're gonna save the town from him." And then she just like screams out, "But who's gonna save him from you?" Like, yeah, it's the most like over really dramatic <laughs> moment for her. If I was Patrick like, Swayze's character, I would have been like. And you fucking operate on people for a living. (laughs) This is her big acting moment. With with my my sarcastic ass face of. So it's still not. It's so so Patrick murders a guy. The the main, but it's still not (laughs) over. Charges press. He just and then he floats him across the fucking water to where he came from. Yeah, yeah. And throws him in the river. It's still not over. The movie continues as if nothing happened. And so the the guy's like not floating out enough. So Patrick Swayze gets a stick and like kind of pokes at him, (laughs) pushes him out. Side note. Side note. A gym. I bet you guys didn't find. You know the uh, the girl that the first girl that comes up to Patrick's little loft uh, that's the bartender or the waitress at the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Do you guys remember the Family Guy episode where the Griffins have to go to the country uh, because they're in witness relocation because Chris saw like a murder or some shit. Yeah. And then so Vaguely, like yeah. So there's a there's a girl in that episode or a guy in that episode. You think it's a girl and then. Uh, uh, Chris kisses her and her name's Sam and she's like he's like oh shit like you find out like they're like oh god they oh, thought it was I a remember boy that. Yeah. she voiced that character she no voiced Sam and that family dude. guy yeah like I did some digging cause I was like I fucking know that voice from something and I just kept digging and I it's fucking it's a family up. family guy like <laughs> dude like, a bit fucking character but it was stuck in my head and I was like yeah so it was Sam from that fucking episode that's a deep ass <laughs> dog bro <laughs> Anyway, there you go, guys. The same the same thing happened with me, Leaf. Uh, I was watching The Crow, and <laughs> yeah. the guy um, the guy played T Bird. I I had seen that movie like I, I couldn't tell you how many times, um, but yeah. I was just I I was looking away from the TV and that guy was talking, and I was like, holy shit, that's the dude from Commando that gets dropped off the bridge. Oh, oh my shit, yeah. god! Did you also is, know that? Did you know that T-Bird ain't my baby's daddy? (laughs) (laughs) I've heard that. There's going to be a lot of shit cut out of this. So, go ahead. (laughs) So, yeah, good luck, future Chris, editing. So, the the main bad guy calls Patrick Swayze. And they have like a yeah. This, a, a this part convers- fucking pissed me off. This made and me they have mad. a conversation. Yeah, and uh, he basically gives him an ultimatum. He's just like, you know, you, somebody's gonna die if you don't if you don't get out of town. And I'm gonna flip a coin. It's gonna be what are the choices here? It's uh, it's a real like like Shadow kind of made the the Joker s comparison. Like this guy's yeah. fucking yeah, kind of up there mentally with that shit like where he's just he's just thinks he's doing the right thing but he's pure evil so he uh uh, he's given the choice to save either the 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 doctor the doctor lady 
-hmm. Yeah, Dr. Lady. Dr. Jones. His, his friend, Sam Elliott's character. and uh, But and, then, like, hangs up the phone and Sam Elliott stumbles through the door. So you're like, oh, shit, yeah. like. Uh, you Wade, you're like Wade. You're like Wade's good. I mean, he's fucked up. Like he's been punched yes. or whatever. So then he's just like he's beat up. Yeah. So he and then you know Swayze's had the fight with the girl. So at this point he's like, look, uh, I'm gonna we're we're gonna fucking bounce. I've ripped like, the throat. He, I need yeah. to lay low. Absolutely. <laughs> I, he was I like, throats. We gotta he get said, out of here. He said, I've killed. I've been killed. I've helped kill. I cannot <laughs> I... help. I. <laughs> I have killed. I have helped kill. I have killed part of myself. I cannot change this. I. <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. Hold Did up. Did he grow <laughs> reference? Yeah, baby. <laughs> but Wait. he, it's really important. What happened? I think we're out of order. Are we getting something wrong? Well, no, no. He flips a coin. So there. So hold on. There's one thing I wanted to mention. But all, so all, all, this, all this happened before the throat rip, didn't it? No. Nuh uh after really still at, yep yeah you know, he's like basically you killed one of my main you my main guy like yeah. you're tougher than i thought so in the phone conversation he's basically like i'm okay. gonna kill somebody you care about i'm gonna yeah. kill your girl right. or i'm gonna kill your best friend yeah basically and, he, and then he was like you decide and of course patrick swayze doesn't say anything he's not choosing between the two and the guy was like tell you what i'll flip a coin and this is really important because he does flip a coin like on screen catches it like flips it over and then tells him and tells Patrick Swayze, eh, you know, I wish you could have known the results and then hangs up yeah, on and him. hangs up. And then that's, and that's when, like, when Sam Elliott like comes in and he's been fucked up by the dudes. So yeah. he's and, and then Patrick Swayze's had this. All right, man, fuck this town. I'm yeah. out. He's like, had an epiphany. <clears throat> yeah, he he's going to go make sure that he's going to go make sure the doc's OK before he leaves because he doesn't want her to be killed. <laughs> Obviously, they're not going to kill uh, Wade. His best friend, dad, whatever it is, mentor, and so then then he leaves to go make sure she's okay, and leaves him at the bar, and then she's a safe complete and sound. bitch. And yeah, she's he, a complete bitch. And so he's just, but she's like, just have a beer. You just have a beer and calm down, which yeah. I related to. I was like, yeah, yeah, just do that. Sounds and so good. like Sounds he goes, good. and she's you know a complete bitch because she witnessed a murder. <laughs> it's an accessory and she's an accessory to murder at this point and then so he finally is like fuck this I'm out he goes back to the bar and is like tells Wade man I told you to just have one beer not like he's the whole bar because he's laying on the bar and then he rolls him over and there's a fucking it says it has a note it was tails uh, you know he it, so so and they, a knife they, in him. Well, yeah, they killed his fucking friend Wade so then he takes the knife out, which is a fucking intense scene when he takes the knife out and the blood fucking runs down the tat or whatever. Like, it's, yeah, it's fucking it's, deep. But then it's like game on. But that's the part to me where there's like, like, this is your boy, man. Like, one yeah. of y'all go out. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm going to go fuck up whoever. But there's going to be a mourning period. It's not going to be joyous water sex after I after I vanquish whoever vanquished you. You know, like <laughs> there's going to be a point in time of me in a bottle of whiskey just being like Shadwick, Shadwick, Shaddy no, Shaddy no, and I'm going to be like water sex is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> So, so this is the scene though, the, like when he grabs a knife, he's going to the fucking mansion to 
which he's already been in. So he's got a little bit of a lay of the land, which kind of was smart writing, mm-hmm. uh, I thought. Because mm-hmm. the first time I watched it, I was just or I remember thinking like, oh, yeah, just he knows where everything is. But then you kind of remember back, like, oh, yeah, he does know where everything was because he was yeah. fucking in there earlier. And, that and he lives how... across the street from the bad guy. Well, he so does. Gonna... <laughs> well, I mean, he, he was so observant earlier in the fucking bar. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, he's got that skill set where he can walk in. And so, anyway, so mm-hmm. this part plays out like a fucking video game. And it's awesome. <laughs> and I love yes. this fucking scene. Yeah. This is an amazing scene. Even even the fat guy from fucking Streets of Rage. Like, <laughs> but... A polar bear fell on me. I know. <laughs> Dude, I'm like that it scene. did, and, and you're encapsulated forever in a fucking video game, you fat fuck. <laughs> I was like, can I help? Can I send you to our sponsor, Ozempic? Can we? Can we please mention when the fat guy gets the polar bear dropped on him? Can we please mention? I have it written down in my notes. Why does Why does he go out basically like? like curly from the three stooges as, nyang, the, nyang, as a polar nyang, bear, nyang. Polar yeah, he, he unloads yeah he's like humana, 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 humana. like as it's like falling down on him i was in fucking Dude, tears I was, watching it, that he, like when i just watched it before we got on here i forgot about that part and i think actually what he does is yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He does like the it's fucking muddly thing. Yeah, he does the muddly thing. And he's like, instead of running, he doesn't then, try to get out of the way. And he just fucking falls off. because he hates that room. You know, there's there's a lot of death in there. He's a gentle fat guy, but you know, then you have the final showdown of showdowns where the evil bad guy that should you know what you know what uh, this is very Vince McMahon versus Stone Cold. <laughs> where it's like yeah. you know stone cold would kick vince's ass but he's got all this pomp and circumstance around him so he's yeah. just you're gonna you stick know, around and watch it and it's the 80s he he's gonna have some tricks up his sleeve oh, and he sure. does of course yeah. he evidently is a absolute like olympic like spear thrower because he throws a spear <laughs> Did you see it when it goes behind it just keeps going man dude he this guy has some, has an arm on him yeah. for some reason i don't know if he was in italy and he learned like some sort of <laughs> some secret like italian spear throwing techniques but he's throwing spears after you know and he, he managed to sh- of course he shoots patrick swayze yeah. after patrick swayze just basically murdered his murdered his way through the uh, rich person's mansion <laughs> compound. And Just, the best, the best fucking part is, is it, 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 it's silly as it is. It does kind of fucking wrap the movie up when the cop comes in there and is just like, what exactly happened here? And everybody's like, I didn't see anything. Yes, <laughs> dude. So the yeah. So, so Patrick Swayze has the guy beaten, and he goes for the patented throat rip. He even has like the three finger yep. dragon claw, like cocked. He's and fucking ready. ready. He, and then he realizes, you know, this isn't who he wants to be. Mm-hmm. All this rage and, and and killing is just not him any longer. And of course, for some reason, the doctor is there. She shows up, but not only her, as Chris mentioned, but the rest of the townspeople who all take turns shooting <laughs> and gunning down the bad guy <laughs> one at a time yeah. with shotguns, no less. And they use the biggest blood packs uh, ever. Which <laughs> I was all fucking for. I loved that shit. I was like, yes. I laughed and I enjoyed like, every, every I bullet. I have seen this, that much blood since Robocop. 
<laughs> Dude, and I was like, months. he finally gets his like comeuppance, right? You know, like they're all all the townspeople mm-hmm. that have done wrong get like a fucking shot on him or whatever. Oh yeah, and then, and then like I said, then the cops roll in, and it's like that's <laughs> that was like the like they just pans from every guy that this dude's fucked over to be like. I didn't see nothing. Yeah, the cop asked what happened, and they all didn't see anything, and they all said they didn't see anything, like Chris said, but they're holding the murder weapons with their fingerprints. <laughs> in, the in ballistics. The cop, but, like, also, I think, like, the insinuation is the cop is also knows, like, what's going on, so the cop's like... Yeah, and hats off to yeah. the cops for, who, who make no appearances in this film <laughs> whatsoever. Not yeah. when people are getting beaten and broken and smashed. You know, like, what do you, what do you think, man? Like, the murder count is, yeah, like, fucking, like, ten? Like, we there's ten bodies? Like, yeah. I mean, at this no point, Patrick but, Swayze falls under the serial killer. Dalton is now a serial killer because he's killed in <laughs> Memphis or uh, and then he's killed here. He's killed he's several killed times. Killed in here. Missouri. Yes. Like, so he's yes. so 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 this guy Wesley, he came to this town, had some money, and helped build a community. He pumped he pumped money into this mm-hmm. this town, this whole community. Yep. Brought it up from nothing, and then this asshole <laughs> Dalton, Dalton comes in. You don't have to excuse me, but this man brought a J.C. Penney's into yeah. the fucking town. A They're coming because yeah. of him. You know, what more could you want? When those are eternal. I don't believe a J.C. Penney's is shut down. I, can I ever, don't dude. look it up. <laughs> don't ever we look don't need, it up. No. no, we don't need facts or logic here. <laughs> so, Here's what we need to know. So this guy brought all this wealth to this town, mm-hmm. helped all these people, and then this asshole comes in and this... What tries to destroy everything? Murders his nephew. Well, he just murders, murders everyone. In, <laughs> yes, he comes into his own house and kills all his men. Mm-hmm. No, wangers on the glass at the Lana's Club. No, no good. <laughs> and it's and then to find out Dalton colluded all along with the townsfolk to murder and take over the town for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after he built it, all his investments gone, ruined. Which goes to show you, don't ever be the rich guy. Don't ever be the rich guy. Which is going to lead us over to... Oh, you didn't know. Oh, you didn't know? Mm. Alright, guys. So, in Oh, You Didn't Know... Favorite fucking scene out of this movie. Leaf, putting you on the spot. Go. You gotta fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. Damn it, dude. This one's really hard, dude. Roadhouse is full of hilarious... Amazing, memorable scenes. Tag gum it, dude. Shadow um, go. Uh, <laughs> Sam, uh, Sam Elliott leans over and says, That girl's got entirely too many brains to have an ass like that. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't have an ass. She's literally 108 pounds, dude. Yeah, Damn. Six feet tall. <laughs> no, I. I Pretty much anything with Sam Elliott. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I mentioned it earlier, but I, I do have the part where he shows up and uh, he knocks that guy down and he goes, damn, that hurts, doesn't it? <laughs> that's, that's a good he's just, one. He's just so fucking cool. Yeah, he, he's, he is. I think that uh, <laughs> my my favorite scene, which you, you wouldn't have been able to see the first time you saw it, Shadow, uh, was is, the, the, the guy with the... <laughs> Go ahead. 
when uh, Patrick Swayze and Doc are having sex. Oh. And then she just starts laughing for, uh, I don't know for what reason she's laughing, but I would have taken very much offense uh, if <laughs> if we're having sex and you start laughing, I'd be like, "Is it just not big enough? Do I need to stop?" Or like, "Does this? What's happening? I'm fucking literally squatting you in the air right now." I mean, if if he was proportionate, it's probably not much. <laughs> All right, my favorite scene. I I finally I got it in my head. Uh, the line where the main bad guy, the main martial arts bad guy, says he likes he used to fuck dudes like him. <laughs> I used to fuck guys like you in prison. Uh, yeah. Because that fight scene is just everything you love about the '80s, including yeah, how it it's ends. True. It's yeah, brutality. Yeah. That's my to... favorite scene in all. Do of you the, think? Of I've, I've got to give honorable mention to one. Uh, one more scene is the first night when Dalton's scoping out the, the, the joint. Uh, there's a guy that offers uh, another guy to. Uh, Kiss his wife's tits. Oh tw- my god! For, for twenty dollars. Yeah, and he's like, and he's really? fondling her. Yeah, and he's yes. like, yeah. So he's like sitting there, like just squeezing her boobs up and down, and the guy goes, and he's just like mesmerized by him, you know. Yeah. And the the husband's like, "Were well, you going to kiss him or not?" And he's like, "Oh, I can't. What do you mean you can't? I don't have twenty dollars." <laughs> And it's the exaggerated. Yeah, it's the exaggerated punch. Yeah, that that's yeah, that's a fantastic one. And then it, it does turn into like a, a Family Guy skit after that. It's like one punch gets thrown, and then just like everybody starts it was like it's the fucking God. dust everywhere. Yeah. So, so freaking funny. Like Heathcliff punches yeah. coming out. Of- <laughs> so I think we I think we all can agree. Like this one is unanimous thumbs up. Despite any of the faults that you may get, I mean, we got to realize too. Like, was yeah, thirty fucking five years old at this point. Oh, oh man, I, I did. I, I didn't want to mention that. Um, so this movie did like two hundred and three million. Um, Jesus Christ! But only thirty of that was from the box office. And really? I ha- and I have a theory on it. This came out May nineteenth, I believe, nineteen eighty nine. Mm-hmm. June twenty third, nineteen eighty nine, was Batman. There it is, mm. tying into our shit, man. Guys, we, we hadn't have... watched the episodes. Go back and watch them. It's a good episode. Everybody in the comments, your favorite scene for this this uh, Roadhouse movie. If we've left something out, and if man. you don't have a favorite scene, just put boobs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's there... enough here to go around. There's mm-hmm. some good ones. Mm, shout out sound good alright well we'll go ahead and take it over to uh, our Norm Macdonald clip of the week in a recent interview Christy Brinkley suggested that football players should have special gloves connected to lights on their helmets that way when they catch the ball you'll know who has possession read these and other interesting ideas in Christy's new book I'm an idiot Daddy, no!